Y Group invites all AEC industry leaders to the 2024 AEC Small Business and Entrepreneurship Forum, the premier event for small firms in the AEC sector. Experience innovative strategies and insights on May 21st, crafted by Zweig Group's industry experts. Engage in keynotes and interactive sessions focused on recruitment, retention, and business growth. Join Zweig Group for this unique networking opportunity and take your business to new heights. Secure your spot today and be part of the AEC industry's future. Visit ZweigGroup.com for more information. The Zweig Group team looks forward to welcoming you. Welcome to the Zweig Letter Podcasts, putting architectural, engineering, planning, and environmental consulting guru Mark Zweig and his team of experts straight talk in your ear. Mark has more than 30 years of experience helping AEP and environmental firms thrive, and these podcasts deliver his invaluable management, industry, client, and HR advice directly to you, free of charge. The Zweig Letter Podcasts let you develop professionally, wherever you are. Hey, everyone, and thank you for joining us for another episode of the Zweig Letter Podcast. I am Randy Wilburn, and I'm here today with Sanjay Jenkins, and we are back for another episode. We're going to do something a little different this time. We're not going to get into all the particulars about Zweig Group because you know about us. You know who we are. You know what we do. Um, we'll, we'll, uh, there's an opening for that, and actually, we're, that's going to be changing, too, in the, in the very near future, so uh, I look forward to... Um, giving you a new look and a new feel uh, for the podcast. I've gotten great feedback from several of the listeners, and a lot of people want to go right to the podcast when they when they turn it on. And so we're certainly not going to belabor the point. We are going to get right into the meat of the podcast each episode. And so hopefully over the next couple of weeks, you'll see some slight modifications made so that there will still be an open and there'll be a close, but they'll be shortened and they'll be right to the point. And that way uh, you can get right to the heart of the matter and, and hear our beautiful voices and uh, and rejoice uh, from that. So <laughs> It's like a next season, a second season. Exactly, right. Yeah. It is kind of like a second season. I mean, I'm working on a number of initiatives, but that's, that's one of them just to kind of fine-tune this. And we really want to hear from you, the listening audience. Um, there is an open invitation. If you're a CEO or a COO, or a HR manager, or director of HR, or some type of leader in a design industry. We want to hear from you. If you'd love to come on the podcast, we'd love to have you as a guest. Uh, we will set up time uh, for you to be interviewed via Skype or some other uh, resource that we can easily set up. And you can be anywhere, and I can be anywhere, and we can interview you, uh, or Sanjay can interview you. It doesn't really matter, but the bottom line is um, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to get you involved. I'm actually working on another initiative where we're going to start talking to the people working in the design industry, um, obviously the practitioners. We actually had James Hillegas, who is a, um, a, young, uh, yeah. a young man, a young structural engineer, uh, just cutting his teeth in the industry. He's a millennial. Uh, he's a weightlifter. He's a lot of things. A really sharp, really entrepreneur. smart, yeah, entrepreneur. Really yeah. smart guy. We had him on the show a couple of weeks ago, and um, you know, I, I got to tell you, it was a really good program just to hear him talk. And I think the thing that that uh, comes out of these podcasts is that there's so many different shared experiences that need to be told, uh, and and so we want to make sure that we are giving everyone 
uh, access to this platform when and where possible. Uh, I wish we could have everybody on. Uh, we can't do that, but we can certainly uh, line you guys up. If you'd love to uh, be on this Wide Letter podcast, we'd like to have you. Uh, and again, I am working on another podcast that we're going to start doing, and it's going to be geared towards the practitioners in the in the industry, uh, those engineers and architects and environmental consultants and planners and construction managers and landscape architects that are making it happen day in and day out. So that should be fun. And, and just listen out more for that. We also have another special announcement that I will make at the end of this episode about our Zweig letter. Uh, it is now free. Totally. Digital, completely free. Totally free. F-R-E-E. And uh, we want to make sure that you um, that you get yourself signed up uh, for a subscription, a digital subscription to the Zweig letter. We want you to set up your firm on it so that everybody in the office can get this uh, this this editorial goodness that comes out of here, uh, here in Fayetteville, Arkansas, once a month. I'm sorry, once a week, uh, Mark writes a, a masthead um, piece every week. And and um, I tell you, I look forward to Mark's articles. I look forward to what he has to share and what everybody else that's participating and sharing in the Zweig letter, what they're talking about. Um, we've got uh, just about every consultant in Zweig group writes an article for the mm-hmm. Zweig letter. I've written several now. At this point, I've got you know, several dozen articles out there on our on archive that you have access to. And that's the other thing. When you subscribe to the Zweig letter, you also have access to the archives mm-hmm. and you can look up, uh, you can read about any piece of information that you want to read about. If you're doing some due diligence, if you just want to check in and see how other peer firms are doing, this is your chance to take advantage of it. So listen, I don't care whatever else you do, even if you shut this podcast off right after this, you need to go get a free digital subscription to the Zweig letter. And you can do so on the Zweigletter.com. Um, that's T-H-E, Zweigletter.com. Right. Yeah, you got to have the D <laughs> yeah. at the beginning. Or you can go to Zweiggroup.com slash T-Z-L right. to get the your signed up for your free uh, subscription. And if you want your entire firm or like multiple, like a group of, of individuals at your firm to re, uh, receive the, the swag letter, the digital subscription every, uh, every week, just shoot me a spreadsheet, a CSV file with your first name, your last name and your email address. That's all we need. Yeah. And then I'll put them in there and you'll be getting the swag letter. Yeah. You can send that to Sanjay or myself. It doesn't really matter. We will get it in there right away. I mean, we just had a firm recently sign up like 300 people. We've had 300, 600. We've had 600 yeah, yeah. I mean, so it just, I mean, you can get, we will give it to everyone. Since du- since we, we went over to the free model, we doubled the size of our list. Oh, absolutely. And, and yeah. Like a, less than a week. Yeah. It's going to grow even more. And, and again, you know, th- I think the idea is that, you know, there's so much great information out there. We want to make sure that you're getting our great information, and we also want to save you some time mm-hmm. and just make the barrier to entry as low as possible uh, for accessing the minds uh, of the consultants and writers here at Zwei Group. And um, thought leaders across the industry as well. Right. It's not just limited to us. We've got really great people that write on a regular basis. Um, some of you that are listening to this podcast mm-hmm. are writers for the Zweig Letter. So we really want to encourage you to get the word out. And, and, and especially if you are listening to this and you've written for the Zweig Letter as a leader in the industry you and your firm is not signed up, 
for digital copies of the Zweig letter for all of your employees, you need to reach out to us right away. We'll get that set up mm-hmm. instantly. So um, enough of that public service announcement. Let's move on. And uh, what have we been talking about the last few weeks? We have been talking about using new media for hiring and keeping great talent. Right. Yeah. And I think the idea is simply, and one of the reasons why I wrote the original article was that, you know, we have to be as creative as possible to find the best talent, to find the right people. Mm -hmm. Um, I was on the phone this morning with a potential client and I was explaining to him how hard it is to get good people. And I said, look, this guy's a structural engineer. And I said, listen, you know, and I know that you could pretty much go anywhere and get a job tomorrow. It's never a question. People like you aren't looking for jobs. So how do you, and I say you collectively as, how do the firms that are listening to this, that are represented in the listenership of this podcast, how do you differentiate yourself from your competitors? How do you Uh, do things a little differently in order to attract great talent to your firm? And how do you keep the great talent that you already have Mm -hmm. on staff? I think it's, it's a two, it's a, it's a, it's a twofer, if you will. And so we've talked about a number of things. The first topic that we talked about was blogging Mm -hmm. and we spent some time on that and why it's important for your firm to have a blog, uh, why you should be posting great content that um, helps bring you to the first page of search on Google uh, when it comes to your area of expertise. And we, I think we talked a little bit about, about Big Red Dog and how successful yeah. they've been mm-hmm. with this. And, and they're essentially ranking on the first page of Google search for just about every main keyword for what they serve in the design industry. And so. not just the small ones, the long tail ones. Right. Too. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's not the just questions. about the, yeah, it's not about the, the smaller, uh, just one single word keywords, but like even the long tail keywords, which are huge. Um, and we'll, you know, one day we'll get, we'll, we'll do another episode. We'll talk a little bit more about this. I mean, we're not, we're, we don't claim to be SEO experts, but we do want to, um, want to share with you some ideas that can help you be more effective. Cause we know firms that are out there that are spending a lot of money with, and I'm using air quotes here, mm-hmm. SEO experts that aren't doing anything yeah. for them. They're not getting any bang for their buck. Right. And we do, you know, as why group, our marketing department, we do, you know, we build web- websites for people. We do redesigns. Yep. We do all of that. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and so we are constantly studying up on the best practices, you know, what indexes well, what doesn't. Yeah. So maybe we're not necessarily experts, but we're certainly getting there. We're putting in the work, we're studying, and I'm, you know, I'm a part of that team. So I, know, I, I know. see it firsthand. Yeah, you guys are getting it. And look, and can we talk here? I mean, we're we're all family, and and I'm, I'm just a little <laughs> tongue in cheek, but you know, a lot of engineering firms' websites, the the websites that I see on a regular basis are absolutely terrible. Yeah, I mean, it's almost. I mean. I don't have adjectives to use to describe some of these websites yeah. that I've seen. I mean, it's real. It's all. It's almost. It's almost forgotten. It's like 2006 level or yeah, 2002 it's, it's, level. It, I mean, I'm I'm going way back to mm-hmm. um, to AOL and mm-hmm. and like 1999 and 98. Oh and, yeah, you know, I mean, throwback pre MySpace stuff. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, man, these you got to do better. And these are from firms. That are doing well. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are firms that are making some serious coin. They're, you know, they're having some success, mm-hmm. uh, but they have just not taken the time to update um, all of that residual material that is so important. Mm-hmm. And I'm speaking of a website, and uh, you know, you know who you are. I'm not going to put you on blast, but um, if you need some help, come see us. We can 
at least give you some information, some mm-hmm. ideas, and just kind of walk you through, um, you know, some some ways you can improve upon it. I mean, Sanjay spends a lot of time um, just reviewing websites mm-hmm. for clients, just to give them some feedback. And you know, we do some basic checking to check the analytics and to look at how your site is performing overall. We may look at a heat map and figure out why people are like banging off your site really fast, like they get there and then yeah, the bounce you know, rates, the yeah. bounce rates are off the chart. It's like, well, where are they going? Well, they're not staying on your site for mm-hmm. several reasons, and mm-hmm. here's why. And so Sanjay can kind of figure that stuff out for you and take advantage of that. And I mean, these are these are not this is not these are not costly efforts, right? But it's it's the kind of thing where you know a lot of you guys operate with the don't ask, don't tell, <laughs> uh, you know. Per, uh, idea. And I'm telling you that you need to ask and mm-hmm. we will tell you exactly what needs to be done. Yeah. We won't hold anything back and we won't sugarcoat it because you're not paying us or you're not calling us to uh, misguide you or to lie to you in any way. We want you to be the best you that you, the best version of mm-hmm. you as a company that you can be. That's why we're sharing the kind of information that we're sharing today. That's why we're talking about what we're talking about. But, you know, you know, blocking and, and uh, content development is extremely extremely important. Mm-hmm. Don't overlook it. And if you need help in this area, you just don't know where to start, give us a call. We'll be more than happy to talk with you about that and kind of walk you through some of the things right. that you can do. So so let's get on to what we, we're here to talk about today. Yes. Yes. AR, yes. VR, VR, and gamification. Exactly. And all that good stuff. So um, when you think of virtual reality and augmented reality, uh, obviously these areas still have a ways to go. Um, before they become fully adopted by mm-hmm. the largest pool of users possible, but you know, virtual reality is um, you know kind of immersive. It's kind of bringing you into a computer world. A lot of times, people think of virtual reality like Tron or mm-hmm. you know some of these old movies there. But um, you know, it's 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 a way for you to experience something without um, you know leaving wherever yeah. you are. Yeah. And 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 then when you think of augmented reality, you think of like being immersed in a, in a real world environment mm-hmm. that you can identify with, um, that you can physically see. It's almost like, I mean, there are augmented reality tools out now, like Ikea has one, and I have the new iPhone 8, and the iPhone 8 allows augmented reality, and so I can use my um, Ikea application to take a picture of my living room and then take any Ikea furniture rug, it doesn't matter, lamp, and mm-hmm. I can take it and place it in that physical room uh, on my phone. If That's I want to get an idea, it, it is crazy <laughs> if you think about it, but if I want to get an idea of what this is going to look like or, or how this is going to mm-hmm. you know, play out, I can do that. And that's what augmented reality does yeah. for you nowadays. I mean, it it, it kind of gives you a taste test of things mm-hmm. without spending any money. And this is it's like the practical applications behind the technology. You know, that's, that was using Pokemon Go last yeah. summer. You know, it's, yeah, it was is AR back then. And now, um, you know, if you don't feel too, in, if you think that augmented reality is not interesting. I would say look at what Apple did when they unveiled the iPhone eight and the iPhone ten. They spent so much time talking about this new A11X Bionic chip, right? And the big thing was the AR kit, right? And they had a big display on you know AR being used for a video game. Um, the, this is one of the biggest companies in the world 
you know, arguably the technology drivers behind, you know, everything that happens. Yeah. And they're saying we're betting on AR. Yeah. We see the value in AR. Yeah. So take their cue and say, okay, all right, like how can we apply this to the stuff that we do? So in a hiring and, and uh, you know, like a talent acquisition and, and retention standpoint, do you, do you see anything? Can you predict anything or um, forecast like how this technology could be used or maybe on a content perspective? Absolutely. I mean, there's a couple of ways right now that I know for a fact companies are using virtual reality mm-hmm. to immerse a potential candidate in uh, a quote unquote day in the life mm-hmm. at fill in the blank firm okay where they're able to give that individual a feel for what the office is going to be like mm-hmm. so say the candidates in southern california and they may be working in the detroit office mm-hmm. that candidate can then go online or can do can can actually use um you know a special application on their phone and look at with with virtual reality goggles or some other different things can look at the actual uh, setup um of an office mm-hmm. or what it's like and and say you can even go one step further because I know people are listening to this listening to this podcast and they may say well you know what if one of these candidates that we're recruiting doesn't have this those that uh, that equipment yeah uh, well you can maybe you can send it to them maybe you, maybe there's a way for you to send them yeah. kind of like a, an example I mean if you're serious about hiring somebody and we always say the stakes are high when it comes to hiring engineers and architects because Good engineers and good architects are few and far between. Right. You better do what you need to do to persuade them. And if that yeah. calls for you to send them a Just send them a, Google Cardboard, yeah, or Google Cardboard is the easiest way to do it. But you know, you you find out if a, if a candidate has a, a, a Android phone mm-hmm. or an iPhone, and you can do that right up front when you when you query them, or if they fill out an application, you can ask them up front which smartphone do you use. And you know right away, oh, you use Android? Great. I'm going to send you these Google Cardboard glasses. I'd love for you to take a tour of our office. We'd love to have you come visit, but we want to give you a, a, a feel up front of what it would be like to work here. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of take you through a day in the life. I've also got uh, an experience that I'd like you to see, which will give you a feel for one of our most recent functions that we had um, for the team. Uh, we had a bowling out- outing, and somebody was kind enough to videotape that bowling outing, and you can get a feel for what it's like to hang around people both in the office as well as out of the mm-hmm. office. That's what virtual reality and what augmented reality can do for you, especially from a recruiting standpoint. Right. I mean, it just gives you so many different options when it comes to that, that you know, you're able to kind of take advantage of that technology and, and leverage what you guys are all about um, to a much wider mm-hmm. audience. And as people, as more and more people adopt this technology, it's just going to make more sense, but why not be on the cutting edge now? Yeah, other industries are using it big time. Yeah, and so you know, I would highly, uh, you know, I would highly uh, encourage you. I also think that VR is going to play a major role in the um, training and development of employees. I mean, obviously, if you're if you're a, uh, I mean, VR has been used for years for pilots. Mm-hmm. I mean, years. Yeah, right. I mean, simulators. Naturally. That's yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I remember as a kid using uh, the the flight simulator. Mm-hmm. That was my thing. I oh, used so to love fun. that. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. So, but nowadays the stuff that they're using for flight simulation is so realistic. It's like, you know, one of our colleagues' daughters uh, flies those um um uh, unmanned planes, and yeah. uh, and and they go through a lot of training with that. And so it's the same thing. I mean, you just you can you can really create some really neat applications. Mm-hmm. 
with this type of technology. And even if you spend a little bit of money to do this and you're trying to grow a large team over the long term, um, I would be willing to bet on you as a firm when you do that, that you will it will pay off in the long run because a lot of times your peer competitors in this industry are slow to adopt. And and, and as, as surprising as that is, because we're in an industry where we're constantly looking at new ways to build things. I mean, we, we work in the built environment, right? right? So there's constant change. There's yeah. new technology at all times. We gravitate towards that from a um, from a, a work standpoint, but not when we think about other ways that we could be leveraging that technology to advance our uh, team, to uh, to entice or to hire new people to join the firm. I mean, there's so many creative things that we could be doing um, to to kind of get get a feel for yeah. what it's like to uh, to be with your your organization. So. I you know I just really want to encourage people to start thinking about AR and VR and you know I know AR is not as prevalent uh, for a lot of people but it's just a matter of time before AR starts to take off and there's plenty of opportunities for people to utilize that technology. Yeah, so, absolutely. You know, <clears throat> and I I mean I can't even, I'm sure I don't know I uh, if you get a chance to talk to James Hill I guess you, you, you know when Randy you've already done so and you know if you get a chance to talk to him again. I mean, he's working on some AR VR stuff uh, from the technical standpoint. Like right. how much can you, you know, from like maybe a proposal presentation. Right. Rather than, you know, sending a, a paper or mm-hmm. just a, a binder full of things, send a, you know, the 3D goggles or, or exactly. your, your VR headset. And well, like, yeah. <clears throat> or, or, you know, when you're on a project site, use augmented reality, say, okay, well, this is what it looks like now, but once it's finished, here's how it's going to look exactly. like. You can see it on your phone. How crazy would that be? That would be crazy. And that, and I can see, I mean, there's a million different applications, and this all isn't talent acquisition related. Yeah. I think it's across the board that you're, you'll be able to use this technology mm-hmm. and really benefit from it. So uh, I want to encourage you, uh, to everyone listening, to really start thinking about how uh, VR and AR will impact your organization and how it's going to impact this industry as a whole. And and look at what some of the other industries are doing. I mean, there's you know, like they say, there's nothing new under the sun. Yeah, a lot of stuff is happening in a lot of different spaces. Doesn't mean you can't do it, and you don't always have to be the first adopter. Mm-hmm. Somebody else could have done it and kind of set the standard. Now you pick up and run with it. Yeah, and and continue to develop it. So I just really want to encourage people out there that are listening. That to me, it's one thing that I'm going to be doing. I talk about it all the time whenever I go away. Uh, and do a seminar or do I, when I, whenever I do the hiring and keeping great talent seminar, I talk about VR and AR. I talk about mm-hmm. um, the, the, uh, the gamification and, and, and designing of, of ways to entice people from a recruitment perspective. I talk about all that. And I know we're going to spend a few minutes talking about digital gaming and gamification, but, you know, in, in the recruiting process. But, you know, all of this is coming, whether mm-hmm. people like it or not. AI is here. And that's art. AI stands for artificial intelligence. Um, yes, the the robots will take over one day. <laughs> Skynet. Uh, Skynet is coming for us, whether we like it or not. I I, I just hope and pray that it doesn't lead to some type of apocalyptic yeah, <laughs> situation. Right. Let's just hope it's the nice one and not the bad one, mm-hmm. right? But you know, I mean, certainly we could always fast forward and and be on a Federation starship somewhere and you know be doing some cool things yeah. across the universe. But for right now, here's where we are, and I believe that. You know, there's enough technology to go around uh, for all of us to be successful yeah. with it. And so if nothing else, we just want to encourage you to be thinking about 
ways that you can apply some of the um, things that you're doing in your organization on a regular basis, uh, whether it's talent acquisition, whether it's um, business development, um, whether it's uh, technical specifications or things that you're trying to do to 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 improve your craft, mm-hmm. you, you know, think of, be thinking about these different ways that you could be using technology to advance the cause. Yeah. So, um, so I just really want to encourage you. Um, a couple of other things, uh, you know, in terms of uh, VR, AR, um, you could use VR for employer branding, um, talent attraction, talent assessment, and training. We talked about that. Job training, flight simulators. I mean, there's... <sighs> The list goes on and on and on. So there are just a number of different ways that you can use uh, this the AR and specifically the virtual reality yeah. to take advantage of that. Uh, the other thing that I do want to talk about briefly before we close out, because we I, I want to want to we want to be mindful of the time that we have, and I'd love to kind of keep this under a thirty minute time yeah. frame because that you know for for anyone that runs a nine minute mile that that's probably like a five k you yeah. know, and we, so we want to get this. Our goal is to get this uh, podcast in under the time of a 5K for a fairly decent runner. So yeah, no, definitely not me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> everybody's got to do what they got to do. That's true. So, yeah. yeah. So um, when you think of digital gaming and gamification, you know, a, a lot of you guys may be thinking of like Madden and World of Warcraft and Angry Birds and other stuff like that. But um, why would this even be a topic to discuss? But But the reality is, is that uh, digital gaming and gamification as a whole has been used for for quite some time. Um, firms are using it like Marriott. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're using digital games to um, encourage and to um, kind of gauge the abilities of potential hires. Right. Um, there are uh, there are a number of companies that are using gamification to um, determine. Um, whether or not an individual is going to be a, a cultural fit, yeah. you know, for their organization, and, and and you know whether it's right or wrong, it's it's something that's being used yeah. on a regular basis um, to kind of gauge talent mm-hmm. and to kind of see where people stand. And so, you know, I really want to encourage you to to be thinking about ways that you can do that. And there's some really inexpensive ways to create games. Um, I know that there. The the testing company that does the GMAT and all that, um, Kaplan, I think they have a gaming program set up to to gauge uh, those individuals that want to work for them and mm-hmm. how the, how successful they'll be, and they use certain metrics to determine that. And um, you know, there's just there's just a lot of different ways that you can um, increase your ability to 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 hire and keep great talent with you know these gaming techniques and and digital. Um, uh, programs that can kind of help you do that. And, and, you know, I think of like Pokemon go, how, yeah. how, you know, fast that took off. Yeah. Um, and you know, I mean, that's why, that's one of the reasons why Marriott created an app to kind of train people and show them what is it's like working for them. Yeah. And, um, it, the, the game that Marriott created is actually kind of cool. It, it's, it has to do with a kitchen and a hotel and, mm-hmm. you know, so there, there are just certain applications from that, that really, lend themselves to giving somebody a bird's eye view of what it's like to work for the right. firm. And then people can make informed decisions right. from there. So uh, from my own study, one of the big things about gamification is like it's used to drive engagement in whatever task you're doing. So whether it's a, you know, a hiring like or a recruiting function, like getting the the applicant more engaged in your ecosystem and the more engaged they are, the more likely they are to give you the the kind of 
the insights that are going to to show you how they are going to integrate with your firm, how they're going to work within your ecosystem. Right. I think it's very interesting gamification um, in the context of training and learning. Yeah. Um, you know, if you've uh, tried to learn a new language recently or, you know, the last few years, you may have come across the app called Duolingo. Yeah. Uh, it's got a little owl. It's mm-hmm. you know, a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, you know, you get points for the more, you know, correct answers you do. And you can see, you know, how many points your friends have racked up, right. uh, the, the streaks, how many days they've worked on it. Uh, and just little things like that. Like, so the, you know, the gaming element of, of behind learning the language. So getting points for uh, getting correct answers or uh, the leaderboard situation. Um, those little things, they, they, they incentivize using that application, that process more. Mm-hmm. And, and and giving more attention to that. And I, I think that's very interesting. I think with gamification, what it allows you to do is accelerate the rate that you learn or that, you know, whoever's using the system is learning. Right. Um, I was listening to the uh, Tim Ferriss podcast and he was talking to Derek Sievers who did CD Baby. Yep. And he had a, a mentor who once told him the, the standard paces for chumps uh, when it comes to learning something. Yeah. And, I, and I've, you know, I've... Uh, for me, I've always been big on like learning hacks. Like how can I learn this faster or what is the minimum amount of information I need to like get to where I want to get? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, or not overburdening, overburdening yourself with too much information until you actually need it. Like just in time learning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh, Just in time and gamification lends itself really well to something like just in time learning. Absolutely. And what this allows you to do is create, I mean, I, I, just from my own perspective, a, a much more capable, flexible workforce. Yeah. If they're able to, le- if you're able to provide your employees with resources and systems that help them learn new skills faster and implement those skills as well, I mean, you become almost all powerful. Exactly. Especially exactly. in a such a tight labor market when talent's so hard to find. If you can, you know, we, that's why group has, prided itself in you know servicing one industry time and again you know in a multitude of ways and you know every time there's this actually we've got a, a a news clipping from when the company was on the the inc 500 list like way back went back in the boston days yeah um and it was a really great quote by mark swag it's like we constantly i'm gonna paraphrase paraphrase here but it's like we constantly like service the same industry by providing fulfilling needs uh finding solutions to problems for this one group of people just right. constantly i mean yeah. having a, a workforce that's capable of doing that time yeah. and again that's it's huge powerful yeah hyper focus it's a th- it's a nice thing i like I'm, I'm glad i'm back in the design space because you know it's a very it's a very focused niche mm-hmm. and you kind of know what people need and what they want and just figure out ways to give it to them i mean yeah. that's 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 it time and time again yeah. so but um okay well listen i um I think that's. I think we've kind of hit our hit our wall today. So yeah. uh, I think that was good. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of this Wide Letter podcast. Um, you know, really wanted to remind you and reiterate, even though we had a, a little mini TZL commercial in the middle of the podcast, uh, Sanjay, why don't you remind them of the website they can go to to get their free digital copy of the Zweig Letter. My favorite location would be the Zweigletter.com. Right. The Zweigletter.com. Right. And 
if you don't want to go to this wideletter.com and read all the articles online, you see what you're going to get every Monday at 11. Yeah. That's fine. You can go to zweiggroup.com slash TZL to get a free subscription to this Zweigletter. And if you want your entire firm or a large group of people at your firm to receive uh, this Zweigletter, just shoot me a message and send me a, a CSV with your first name, your last name, and your email. And the same uh, pieces of information for all the people you want to receive tzl and i'll get it in the i manage the system so right. i will be the one get getting in it in there, there. Any, at any time and it doesn't matter how many how many it is no. just we'll take care of it yeah so. absolutely yeah you got a thousand people we got a thousand yeah. subscriptions for you that's so. right free yeah all right so listen as a reminder all zwi group media programs like this one are available in both podcast and in some instances video format free for download on itunes stitcher soundcloud and youtube just to name a few places. A link to all this information, including contact information for Sanjay or myself, will be in our show notes. And we'd love it if you'd go to iTunes or wherever you tune into this show and give us a five-star rating and share this link with a friend because... Uh, it's the best. And was sharing it? is caring. Oh, sharing is caring. That's, is. I was, yeah, I was not good. ready I for it. I know you are. I, like, I just kind of <laughs> threw it to you. It's all good. <laughs> Listen, I'm Randy Wilburn. I'm Sanjay Jenkins. And you've been listening to Zweig Group Media part of Zwei Group. Remember, we exist to make you more successful. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in to this Zweig Letter Podcast. We hope that you can apply Mark's no-holds-barred advice to your daily professional life. For a free transcript of this or any episode of our podcast, please visit info.zweiggroup.com slash podcast. If you want more wisdom and inspiration, in addition to information about finance, HR, and marketing your firm, subscribe to the print or digital version of the Zweig Letter online at zweiggroup.com slash publication. Thank you.